If you're anything like the people I'm talking to these days, you're holding off on buying a house given the current mortgage rates, but that might be a mistake. And I'm going to give you some reasons why, plus a few tips to help you get ready for home ownership. Mortgage rates on a 30-year fixed mortgage averaged as low as 3% all the way till about the start of 2022, roughly about January, February that year. Then it shot up like a SpaceX rocket to 7% by the end of the year. In 2023, rates continued to fluctuate between six and a half and seven percent. Personally, I was expecting demand to fall off a cliff, uh, but buyers like Wiley Coyote just continued moving on past the edge. And uh, if you live in one of those expensive real estate markets somewhere in the country, you probably also noticed that you didn't see much of a drop in prices or uh, buying activity. So I'm going to reference an article from CNET Money. It's uh, written by Catherine Watt, and it's titled, Don't Wait for Mortgage Rates to Drop. Here's what home buyers should do instead. They make a really good point that interest rates are an important factor to consider when you're looking for a mortgage, but they're not the only factor, or I should say when you're looking to consider buying a house, but it's not the only factor. And not only that, it's the one factor that's completely out of your control. So if you're waiting for rates to go down, I mean, keep in mind, when will rates go down? How far will they go down? How fast will they go down? You don't have control over any of that and you don't know the answer to it. But what you do have control over are the factors that will get you ready to buy a house. The Fed has increased rates to combat inflation and the data seems to indicate that it's working. So I expect eventually rates will go down uh, rather than go up significantly over the next couple of years, but I don't know when or how far or how quickly. But this article does give you a really good to-do list that you can use to prepare yourself while you wait for rates to decrease. They list five things that buyers can do to prepare for when mortgage rates fall. And item number one is get your credit score in shape. A couple of things there are, you know, get current on your payments if you're not already. And it's also a good idea to check your credit report because it's good to know if there are unpaid debts or other uh, information that's not in, that's not correct there on the report. And you can take that opportunity to get it fixed and to make sure that there's nothing uh, incorrect on there. Second item on the list is to save for a larger down payment. Uh, you can focus on building a down payment fund uh, while you're waiting for those rates to decrease. Or if you've already started, you can go back to it and increase that fund to a higher amount. If you can get to that 20% mark and throw a down payment on the mortgage, you can avoid paying for a private mortgage insurance or PMI. And according to Chase, the average PMI cost can be as high as 2.25% of your mortgage. So that could save you thousands of dollars, tens of thousands of dollars over the life of that mortgage. Uh, another good option is to save for other expenses that will come up after you buy your next house. Talk to anybody with homeownership experience. Usually something will break eventually, but pretty good chance something will break right after you buy your house. That just seems to be a law of the universe. So you might want or need uh, to do some remodel work on the house that you're looking to buy uh, as well. So it, it would be good to save up a little and put this in a separate account, but save up a different uh, fund for doing some of those upgrades or remodels or repairs 
that are going to come up or have a separate kind of secondary emergency fund. Number three on the list is improve your debt to income ratio. Underwriters will look at your debt and your income to decide if you can handle the cost of a mortgage as part of that process. And the magic number for many lenders seems to be around 36%. So uh, take your current minimum debt payment and divide it by your take-home pay to get a sense of where you stand vis-a-vis that benchmark. Of course, if you can lower that number, the more it's going to help you. But the one thing you also want to consider is what your debt-to-income ratio is going to look like after you purchase your home, factoring in the mortgage. The mortgage lender member doesn't care about your financial well-being. All they want is their payment on time. It's your responsibility to make sure that you can really handle the cost of being a homeowner. In some extreme cases, I've seen people paying as much as 40 to 50% of their budget to housing, whether it's renting or for a mortgage. And you want to avoid this because at this level, your budget's going to be very tight and it's going to feel like you're struggling to make ends meet. If your income is lower, it's definitely going to be a lot more stressful. But even if you're in a household making north of, say, $150,000 a year, you're still going to feel like you're getting by month to month and that you're not really making progress towards those long-term goals. And eventually you realize that you're not actually making progress towards those long-term goals because the housing portion of your budget is eating up your take-home pay. So most advice that you'll read online will tell you somewhere between a quarter to a third of your income should go towards housing. And I think that's about right. I think definitely no more than a third should go there. If it is, then you're starting to kind of move into the danger zone there. So definitely something to keep in mind as you're shopping for a mortgage. Number four on the list is explore all of your mortgage options. If you're not ready to buy it, spend your time getting familiar with the options that are available and what best suits your needs. One thing you want to look at is other lenders besides banks that are offering a conventional loan, like the FHA, the VA, the USDA. Another thing you want to look at is consider the rate type, a fixed interest rate versus an adjustable rate, and see which works best for you. Also, look at the term of the mortgage. There's 15 years, 30 years that you can look at. Shorter terms have lower interest rates, but they also have higher payments. And again, going back to that earlier point, See how that fits into your budget and then whether it's something that you can handle. Okay. And finally, number five on the list is compare offers from multiple lenders. With mortgage rates where they're at these days, uh, rates are going to vary with each lender. So getting loan estimates from at least three financial institutions is something that the article had recommended. They also shared a pro tip that you can limit your exposure to rising interest rates by locking in a rate while you're shopping. Rate locks can last anywhere from 30 to 90 days, depending on the lender. And some lenders will even allow you to extend the lock period or adjust the rate down if market rates fall during that lock period, though typically for a fee. So I think if you follow these three steps to financially prepare yourself to buy a house, then I wouldn't overestimate the or give too much weight to where mortgage rates are right now. A lot of times people are reacting very strongly to it. And yes, it's mortgage rates are certainly higher and that cost is going to be higher than if you were looking to buy the same house, same price, you know, a year or two ago, but we've had mortgage rates higher than where we are today. And you can talk to people who are alive in the late seventies, early eighties, and they'll tell you about the double digit rates that they were paying. People bought and sold homes at that time. And as long as you take the steps to financially prepare and you understand what you're getting yourself into, then 
I wouldn't allow the mortgage rates to hold you back from doing this. As long as it's the right decision, something that fits your goals is what you want to do. And you're not going to have any regrets about it. But always feel free to reach out, talk to a financial professional, run through the numbers, make sure that you're planning in advance. That's the key. As long as you know what you're getting into, then you can really make an informed decision and you're least likely to have any regrets after you land in your home. So with that, thanks again for listening. I appreciate your time. And until next time, again, this is Barricade Kalili.